Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Pacers win. The Pacers win. Hello and welcome to another edition of Full Access Pacers where we discuss everything Indiana Pacers basketball related. Be sure to head to otgbasketball.com where you can find the latest and greatest NBA content. The Pacers are now on a two-game winning streak as they defeated the Portland Trailblazers 111-87. to This is now two good road wins. Uh, they beat the Golden State Warriors a few nights ago, the Blazers. Last night, they now have the Phoenix Suns game that was supposed to be on Sunday postponed. So their next game will take place on Sunday, wrapping up this West Coast road trip. And the Pacers dominated. Uh, it was a very strong first half. The Blazers, of course, were on a back-to-back, so they didn't have the fresher legs. And it was clear that the Pacers' offensive game plan and their their scheme of things was to get out and run. Uh, make this Blazers team get up and down the court, beat them up down low, put pressure on them. It was a fantastic first quarter for DeMontis Sabonis. He had six points, seven rebounds, three assists, one steal, doing a little bit of everything. Edmund Sumner being in the starting lineup has really flipped things as well for the Pacers. Obviously, this is also the first game without Victor Oladipo. Uh, the trade isn't officially gone through. Still waiting for some physicals, I believe. The Karis LeVert obviously also wasn't in uniform for the Pacers. So Sumner was still in the starting lineup. And again, he just plays with such a high amount of energy. He plays inspired. He attacks the rim. Uh, his impact is without a doubt noticed and has been a nice change up from having Aaron Holiday in that starting lineup with Edmund Sumner now in there. Um, it's just worked out better the last couple of games. Sumner is a guy who clearly is hungry and wants to be in the rotation for the rest of the season, and he's been proving it. Now, in terms of... Uh, Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis. We saw Point Turner a little bit. Uh, no doubt about it that Nate Bjorkman has gotten the most out of DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner and has really understood the pairing of the two and how to utilize both guys, right? Like Sabonis gets the rebounds. Miles Turner is the rim protector and the defensive-minded anchor of that Pacers team. Sabonis plays bully ball. Turner floats around the three-point line offensively waiting for shots. Now, again, you know, this past game, Turner didn't shoot the ball overly well. He only was 4-14 from the field, 0-5 from three. But Turner finished with 11 points, 10 rebounds, one steal, and four blocks and dominated. Um, you know, his his impact on defense was more so shown in the second half. 
Um, well, actually, the end of the first half, actually, in the second quarter, uh, when it was a, a bench unit, uh, the second unit with Miles Turner, they were really controlling the tempo. The Pacers went on a 31-8 to run to end the first half. Uh, also expanded their lead to, I think it was like 25 points at that point in time. The Pacers outscored the uh, Blazers in the paint 59 to 38 in that first half as well. Um, you know, or 59 for 38 was the point or 61 for 38 was the points in the paint for the total of the game. Um, but the Pacers had just 38 points in that, that first half uh, in the paint. And again, um, you know, Turner was attacking the rim. Uh, was doing a lot of stuff on offense, which you don't normally see from Miles Turner. Was definitely feeling himself a little bit, so the shooting numbers are a little bit out of whack. But his impact defensively uh, was was ridiculous. Um, you know, blocking Jos- y- Yusuf Nurkic from behind, uh, not just blocking shots, but he had a poke a poke check out on Damian Lillard as he was attacking the basket. Uh, Turner is not just a rim protector, and I think that's what he's been showcasing more and more is his perimeter defense, his ability to recover on defense is so good that at this point in time, the defensive player of the year conversation is Miles Turner. You know, Miles Turner has 50 blocks for the season. The nearest guy to him is Rudy Gobert with 29. Miles Turner's on pace at this point in time. Through 12 games, he has 50. There are still 60 games left, which means he's on pace to have 300 blocks for the season at this current rate, which is ridiculous. I don't know if that would be a record or not, uh, but it's definitely something to look out for because Turner has been that dominant for this Pacers team. And, uh, you know, the combination in general, Sabonis and Turner, has been that good. Uh, Sabonis last night as well, 23 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists, 10 of 18 from the field. Uh, Sabonis and Turner, this is now the third straight game that both Sabonis and Turner have had double-digit rebounding. Normally, the Pacers struggle in the rebounding category. They won this the battle of the boards in this game 50-43. to 43. Did lose the offensive rebounding 14-13, to 13, but nonetheless, they won the rebounding battle, which is always good to see for this Pacers team. Now, there were there was a—it's unfortunate for the Blazers, but it was a benefit for the Pacers— Yusuf Nurkic did suffer a fracture in his wrist, which caused him to miss the second half of this game, which obviously gave Sabonis and Turner a lot more room to operate. Uh, Obviously, Nurkic isn't a very good defender, but he's still a big body and a very good rebounder. So the Blazers losing him was a big blow. And as I mentioned, the Pacers dominated in the first half. TJ McConnell was officially back after having a newborn baby. And anytime a player has a newborn child, they get some sort of superpower he was high energy, definitely controlled the tempo in that first half, just making hustle plays, uh, getting to the rim, creating havoc. And in the second half, the Pacers started to slip a little bit. Um, you know, the third quarter, the Blazers came out hot. They cut the deficit down to, I think, at one point, eight or eight points or 12 points. Um, we're really putting pressure on the Pacers. Pacers put McConnell back in. Um, and McConnell was just the energy for this team that they needed on this given night. You know, Malcolm Brogdon was still good. He played 35 minutes, 25 points, five rebounds, seven assists, three steals, 10 of 18 from the field. He was good as well, but McConnell's energy was really a turning point in this game, and the Pacers' bench unit in general was very good last night. You know, they had 34 points. Blazers had just 23 points. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, Aaron Holiday looks like he's out of his slump, only played 20 minutes, but still had six points, three assists on three of six shooting. The efficiency is what's good about Aaron Holiday. And then Doug McDermott continues to be such a threat on offense and one of the most surprising players 
at this point in time for the Pacers has been Doug McDermott. You know, 16 points last night and 6 of 14 from the field. And you expect Doug McDermott to be the three-point shooter. Well, he was just one of six. And the three-point shot hasn't been that effective for Doug McDermott so far this season. But what's made him so valuable is just the all-around offensive threat that he's become. He gets to the basket well on drives. He's a very he's an underrated cutter. And then he is still a good three-point shooter. I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care that he's in a slump. Those shots are eventually going to start falling. At this point in time, Doug McDermott has shown that he's just an offensive threat. The defense may not be great at times, but he provides a different level of offense for this Pacers team, especially off the bench. Him and Sabonis have a very good chemistry as well as T.J. McConnell. They seem to always find McDermott. And a lot of the threes that he hit that he missed last night were wide open looks. Uh, so that is something that's really promising, something to keep an eye on, is just the fact that this Pacers bench unit seems to be getting better. You do have Karis LeVert coming back soon. Jeremy Lamb will also be back soon. And then T.J. Warren, uh, hopefully by the March or by April, we'll see T.J. Warren back as well. And this Pacers team just will have a lot of offensive weapons and a lot of versatility to the roster. Because, uh, again, in the, the third quarter they wavered. The bench unit really kept them in this and got the energy going for what was a dominant fourth quarter. And again, you know, sub- Turner was dominant defensively. Sabonis was dominant in bully ball. You know, Brogdon running the show, having the bench unit so effective. This was also the 52nd straight game in which the Pacers had 20-plus team assists or more, which is a ridiculous stat. This is what this Pacers team has been all about. It's probably something that I love about this team the most is the fact that it's about sharing the basketball. It's about getting other guys, about moving the rock. And that's that chemistry that they had under Nate McMillan has only been improved and made better by Nate Bjork's offensive system. Um, and just the guys look like they're having fun playing basketball. Uh, and of course, this was the first game post Victor Oladipo, as Victor Oladipo has been traded, as we mentioned on the last episode of Full Access Pacers. Definitely check that out. But the Pacers this season are 3 and 0 without Oladipo. Those wins being over the Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors, and Portland Trailblazers last night. With Oladipo, the Pacers were just 5-4. and four. So, so far, the Pacers are undefeated. Never lost without Oladipo in the lineup. Uh, and obviously, we'll see how that record transpires for the rest of the year because Oladipo will not be suiting up for the Pacers again this season. Uh, turnovers again. Pacers got back on track in that area. They caused 18 Portland Trailblazer turnovers, resulting in 27 points off turnovers. Only 12 turnovers by the Pacers for the night. And the Pacers defense once again showed up. Uh, Two straight games now. They've held opposing teams to under 100 points. The Blazers last night shot just 36% from the field, 30% from three. Two nights, two games in a row as well for the Pacers of keeping their opponent to shooting under 40% from three. And I want to say below 35%. Um, I'm not positive on that Warriors number, but I believe it was around the same mark the other night's. Um, and yeah, the last last game, I have the note in front of me, the Warriors shot 38% from the field and 34% from three. So again, the Pacers keeping opponents at a little bit of a lower percentage, which has been really good. Um, you know, Blazers definitely had some tired legs and dealt with an injury, so it affected their rhythm a little bit. But it was still a dominant Pacers effort um, besides a little bit of a third quarter drought coming out of that second half, which happens from time to time. The Pacers have been known to have some third quarters, as I like to call them, a little bit flat out of the third quarter, especially when they have big leads. But again, not much to be disappointed about in this first win post the Victor Oladipo era. Uh, there are some questions that I have, you know, like looking at this team and how good Sabonis and Brogdon have been. Both guys are in the MVP conversation, uh, depending on where you go for your for your news and your information. Uh, I know Basketball Reference has them as like the seventh and eighth 
person in the NBA race. Um, I know that Sabonis was an honorable mention in the NBA one. I would view them both as top 10 candidates at this point in time. Both guys should be all-stars as well. And I would say Miles Turner may be a dark horse to be an all-star if this defense continues how it is. Definitely something to keep a track, to keep an eye on. It's early, so I'm not going to dive into too much all-star stuff just yet. And again, the Pacers' next game will be this Sunday night versus the Los Angeles Clippers, title contenders. Another good gauge where this Pacers team is at. Uh, hopefully, the Oladipo and Levert trade is finalized by then, and hopefully we get to see Karis Levert by that Sunday game. I feel like it might be a little bit longer at that we actually see Levert, maybe not till next week. Same with Jeremy Lamb. Uh, but that Sunday game versus the Clippers will be a really good test to see where this Pacers team lines up against a team that is labeled a contender. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Full Access Pacers. Be sure to follow us on all major streaming platforms, or you can find this episode on all major streaming platforms, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at kwalhoops, K-W-A-L hoops. And until next time, peace out, Nicolettes. Go Pacers. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.